0: Hey everybody, in this week's episode, I interviewed my friend who is an actual chemist, well at least he has a PhD in chemistry, um, to talk about the laws of attraction and the physics of beauty. I think he was a little upset that I tricked him and it wasn't actually chemistry involved, but either way, made for a great conversation and we even tell our dating pickup lines at the end. So listen on for our take of the second episode of Sex and the City, Models and Mortals, where we try to answer Carrie's question, if there is a physics to beauty, and is there a science for laws of attraction overall for us?
1: Are we recording? We are. We are on. All right.
0: And we are on to talk about the episode, um, Models and Mortals, where Carrie wonders about modelizers, which are men that only date models. And one of her main questions is why. Why do men decide to only date models?
1: You know, I'm the wrong person to ask this question. I have never dated a model in my life, so... I only picked this because I thought it was about physics. I was so excited to hear the physics angle of do, uh, but really just boil down to do models um, repel, um, which is, I guess, like, the stupidest thing I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) Well, okay, but you are a man, so you can at least get into the the male mindset.
1: (laughs) I appreciate that you mansplained me that I'm a man.
0: Um, in case you weren't aware. Thank you. Um, but yeah, do you think most guys would do it for sport? Is it like a competitive aspect? They just want to see if they can get it. Is it, do they feel like they need validation?
1: Well, I'd have to put myself in the mindset of someone that is doing that. I'd say that guys inherently are competitive in nature. Um... I wonder if it. Um, I don't know. If you think about the, the evolutionary origin of, um, it's like the peacock with the with the with the feathers, right? So you want your children to be as attractive as possible so they can um, procure mates, and so there could be an evolutionary. Well, I disagree with that because all like beauty changes like what we consider attractive changes so quickly so i don't think there could be any evolutionary link to a more attractive person as opposed to i could understand people being attracted to women um for other for other for other reasons yeah so i'll throw out my evolutionary argument let's talk
0: about why you're qualified to talk about this on the physics and chemistry basis, mm. on, like, the laws of attraction before, yes, like before yes, we yes. get into.
1: Um, so I, in another life, uh, got a PhD in chemistry, and so when I was, when I saw the choices of different episodes of Sex and the City, um, I was immediately drawn to the to the, the only one that had any science associated with it, um, and I was you know quite excited to use my physics knowledge uh, for the first time since since I graduated it's been really useful
0: what you don't use your college degree for what you do does that happen to people
1: is it even worse when you have multiple college degrees that you don't use I don't use any of my college <laughs> degrees
0: um, it's just like maybe they should eventually start teaching 401ks in healthcare in college <laughs> that might be
1: useful are we going to talk about 401ks? God I hope not. <laughs> I still need to do my taxes. You should get on that really okay
0: yeah okay, so scientifically, is there a reason does being approximate to beauty make people feel more attractive?
1: um well, what I could say is that from uh, from the you know from chemistry we know that uh, the old adage that like dissolves like right so if you the reason why water and oil don't mix is because they're too um they're not attracted they're physically they're chemically not attracted to each other um but then you have things like water and alcohol that actually are attracted to each other and therefore can dissolve each other so from a from a purely scientific point of view you would think that likes would want to be with a similar things.
0: Okay. And on it, Carrie's kind of wondering if there is the physics for beauty. Why didn't models date other models? Did they repel? And maybe models could actually only be attracted to ordinary humans, which kinds of brings us wait, to... Wait, wait, wait.
1: Can we delve in that models... I, w- I would like to speak up for models <laughs> here that they are ordinary humans as well. And what do we mean by ordinary humans anyway? Can we just say humans?
0: I don't know. This is a Carrie question, and God knows I don't want to be in that woman's head.
1: (laughs) Weren't you supposed to ask me which character I approach this
0: from? I am. What character are you approaching this from?
1: Oh, I'm um, a Charlotte all the way.
0: Hopeless romantic. Yes. I can see that.
1: Always been. All right. And she's my favorite.
0: So let's talk about, let's leave beauty out of it, since this is, you're getting defensive for the models, and yeah. we'll just talk about, do opposites attract? Can you talk about the laws of attraction and the chemistry between people?
1: Well, I'd say that, um, I mean, from, a again, to go back to, to chemistry, um, opposites in terms of positives and negatives definitely attract. I mean, that's the whole basis of, of chemistry is that you have oppositely charged things interacting with with each other so from that point of view you would say that opposites attract but i think from if we're talking about relationships i think that that's a i think that's misguided to think that opposites attract when you come to relationships and i can only speak for my own personal experience um in this and love to like hear your experience as well. But um, I think the James Carville examples of, you know, uh, opposites attracting, I think it's an exception proves the rule more than anything anything else. Like I think you can find couples that are, you know, one is uh, fiercely like, uh, it's always amazing to me when a vegan and a non-vegan get together. like <laughs> How does I that even work? I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, if there's one thing I use in my dating, um, like, you know, like my deal breakers, it's a vegan. Like, I can't, like, yeah. can't do it.
0: You're like never going to dinner together. You're just not. You're going to be cooking yeah. two different meals the entire time.
1: They'll be watching me eat like a leg of lamb. Yeah. Or like a turkey leg.
0: To be fair, I don't think it's, that you wouldn't date a vegan. I feel like a vegan wouldn't want to date you to see you eat that poor animal.
1: Why do you have to make it so personal? (laughs) Why do you have to turn this around on me like this?
0: Okay, I'll, I'll make it personal for me. I will say in my experience, I think there has to be some kind of common thread for people to bond over and that's what kind of starts a relationship is commonalities. But I will say I am attracted to people who are the opposite of me and that I'm more introverted and a little more shy a lot and I like people that are charismatic and almost more of the life of the party mm. um so I am attracted to opposites in that way mm-hmm. but I think we still have like an we can find a common ground somewhere that we still bond how's that over.
1: working out for you Sam
0: excellent <laughs> <laughs> I've met a lot of interesting people <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I okay. think you can be attracted to those people and it can provide um, something interesting to talk about in the early stages of the relationship. But as that goes on, those little things that you've found so interesting about them begin to annoy you. Like what? Um, Like if you were uh, dating someone who... We'll just say um, is a Republican and you are a Democrat. Then at first those those political uh, discussions can be like invigorating and be stimulating, um, but then after a while you just realize that they're wrong and an asshole. I would say all of those things can wear off after time, and as you know, the old expression goes, "Beauty is fleeting." So those things are going to change, and you. I think you need to think about like what's going to be lasting in the relationship, and when you're eighty years old and sitting on the porch with that person, um, you know what's still keeping you there. And so if it was initially only um, their external appearance, then obviously those things are going to change. Uh, over over time
0: yeah I think this episode has some really unfair kind of stereotypes portrayed and I know it's meant to be funny in the show like beautiful women have to be dumb and, and kind of they make it a point to say to Miranda well you're so obviously not a model because you're you're just not that beautiful and you're also smart and intelligent and they also kind of talk on well how could beautiful people ever be lonely but it's a human factor. Everyone's going to be lonely.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, um, I definitely think models get unfairly stereotyped. That being said, I also think that models um, get unfair advantages throughout life. Um, so there was a study done that looked at the height of people, um, and they found that height corresponded for every inch of a of height you had, it corresponded to X amount of additional, um, uh, uh, economic earnings for that, for that individual throughout their lifetime. So I haven't seen the study that looks at, um, for, uh, for attractiveness, but I imagine you could do a similar study and find out that for, um, you know, for people's attractiveness were correlated with, lifetime earning potentials as, as well. Um so I think I might have told you a story where I had gone to this my favorite sandwich place throughout grad school for 5 years I'd been going to this place and I would go there at least once a week if not a couple times a week. Um and I was uh, dating a woman at the time and brought her into the sandwich place for the first time and she got a totally different price for the sandwich than I had been paying the whole time I was there going. Um, and that's when I, I mean, it wasn't the first time I realized this, but I was like, oh, wow. Um, people can get certain perks and advantages and be treated completely different um, because of the way they look and in, in their appearance.
0: Yeah, um, and I think it's an interesting point you make about maybe people who are deemed more beautiful make more money uh, maybe because they uh, people assume that they're more competent because they just look more pulled together um, and just kind of the power of beauty in our culture um, and maybe is, do you think it's the media that has kind of played up this expectation of beauty and deserving and how people are offered trips just because they're beautiful
1: yeah I mean I think it's fascinating to think about how our societal norms of beauty change over time and if you go back to the 1700s and like a Botticelli-esque you know females were you know considered like the epitome of beauty and then even culturally if you go around the world what different cultures consider beautiful or attractive um is is so different so I think um in our society I think it's I don't know. It's an interesting question of have we gotten better as a society and are, are calling this out and are being more body positive and, you know, accepting. Um, I know myself, I've benefited tremendously from the whole dad bod uh, movement. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. And we were talking before this and I thought you made an interesting point because someone called you out on it. When you brought up the stereotype that if two people are on a different attractiveness playing field, then one has to be using the other for something. They can't just genuinely be attracted to one another. It's not like a personality thing. Like someone wants something.
1: I know. And I feel bad for, I mean, this is a stereotype that I um, immediately jump to. If I see a really like, you know, a model who is with, uh, someone who is not a model, then I um, incorrectly oftentimes assume that there is something underlying that relationship, that um, either the uh, the other person has wealth or um, as opposed to really, you know, thinking, oh, wow, these are just two people that in this crazy world where we're lucky to find someone that we're, um, you know, want to spend time with and be with that they have found their partner and and I should celebrate that as two people finding each other for whatever their own personal reasons are um, as opposed to jumping to incorrect um, what can potentially be incorrect stereotypes.
0: Yeah I think it goes back to kind of just the laws of attraction itself taking out looks at all and those people are probably together because Maybe they connected over a event one night, and they just realized they really liked each other. Um,
1: okay, so I have a question for you along those lines. Let's go. Have you ever dated someone that was that you considered much more attractive than than you are?
0: Yeah, um, I thought he was more attractive than me, and just kind of out of my league on other levels as well. Just like I thought he was smart. He came from, like, a really impressive family. Um, And in my head, I knew it wasn't going to be a lasting situation. Why? Um, a lack of chemistry, maybe. Oh. Um, Like, I was very into him, um, but it kind of didn't seem to go both ways. But I was like, I am definitely going to ride this out.
1: and so what happened who who ended up breaking up with whom
0: um so we were hanging out for a few months and then it kind of got to the point where I was ghosted like it was always me Mm. that initiated a conversation he was busy if I wanted to hang out and so you eventually get the picture and
1: were you ghosted
0: I think I was ghosted because there was no actual closure
1: See, we I think we've talked about this before. We have different different definitions yeah. on ghosting. I think we needed uh, we need a word for a fade out which is different than ghosting. Ghosting in my mind is if someone is texting you or you're texting someone and they're not responding.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: That's ghosting. He faded me. Oh, okay. Not to say that that's like appropriate or anything like that. Um uh, I'm sorry you didn't get that that closure.
0: It's okay. Um, we ended up living near each other at some point. So, you know, got to run into each other and catch up and all's good. I wish him well.
1: Did you get some good pictures of you and a more attractive person together that you now use in any kind of like, you know, to, to show yeah. people like, hey, this is, this is my normal.
0: So... I've kind of wondered that. Like, once you score someone who's hotter and out of your league, do you feel entitled to, like, that is what you should get every time? Because, like, I I know he was more attractive than I was, but I'm also, like, so now do I think that's all I deserve or should I, like, check my expectations?
1: I've had some weird cases of because I was married... And my wife, uh, ex-wife, was very attractive. Um, And now I've had women that I've dated make comments about, oh, well, I'm I'm clearly not as attractive as your ex, which I have found, like, really strange for them to... So it's almost like they are faulting... They're thinking that this isn't going to work because I'm have a certain expectation of, of beauty or, um, which is just not, yeah, not the case.
0: Yeah. I mean, you liked her for other reasons.
1: Yeah. I mean, mainly she was hot. (laughs) But if I was dating a woman and her ex was this, like, you know, chiseled god or whatnot, um, yeah, I guess that would get into my head and it's like, oh, is this the type of person that she... Um, wants to be with. Um, I think on, um, you know, on the dating apps now, if you see someone who is, like, in the gym and they've got this, like, six-pack ab and they're, like, you know, clearly, like, really fit, um, I don't swipe on them because I assume that, like... I am not going to be the person that they're uh, attracted to, but I think that is an assumption that I'm making because people can be attracted to all kinds of, you know, different types of individuals. I mean, do you swipe on the guy that's at the gym and's got like this really killer body? So I was
0: trying to figure out how to say this so I don't sound like an asshole, but I was going to say I don't swipe on people that. Are very chiseled because I assume they're going to be a meathead, mm. um, which I know is wrong. That's that's inappropriate and of me.
1: I don't swipe on them because I assume our lifestyles aren't gonna true. Mesh, like, I right? don't want
0: someone who's gonna judge me for eating that second cupcake because I'm yeah. gonna do it sometimes. Yeah. Um, I wanted to circle back to something you said about comparing yourself to people's exes, and mm. how I know girls. Maybe guys, too, like, love to stalk to see, like, who you were dating before, what they were like, and compare themselves. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to know who you dated before, what their name is. I don't want to stalk on them because I don't want to get in that mind trap of comparing myself to someone else.
1: But what if the person doesn't mention anything about their ex? What if it's just, like, they had never dated anyone else before in their life and only look forward and never talk about their past
0: fine i'm fine with that
1: no they're a killer (laughs) they probably murdered someone and that's why they don't want to talk about it or have photographic evidence of it
0: have you seen you on netflix
1: no but i've heard about it
0: you should check it out yeah yeah
1: it's about a creepy guy who stalks people that he dates, right? Through the right?
0: internet, yeah, and finds out everything about their life. But there's, like, he doesn't believe in the internet and, like, doesn't really talk about his past. Oh, so that that then he, he can creepy. trick them
1: into liking him because they have similar um, interests?
0: He's not like really faking similar interests. Mm. Um, but it's definitely creepy. Like, he doesn't want an online presence at all.
1: I knew people... That in the OK Cupid space um, would alter their profile to be more like the person that they had just matched with, or I forget how you do it on OK Cupid. I think it's matching, um, and then they would go in and they would change like favorite bands and favorite movies to be more like the person that they had just matched with and wanted to, like, strike up a conversation on.
0: Okay, you know what this makes me think of? Tom in Parks and Rec and how he has, like, 26 different dating profiles. He has, like, nerdy Tom, like, athletic Tom, and, um, like, just all... He has something for everything, and it's to capture all the women,
1: (laughs) Yeah, there was, um, it was an interesting story about a computer programmer in um, California. And he basically wrote an algorithm that would try out all these different combinations and see, um, and it would tweak it and see how, what the response was like out on uh, one of the dating apps. And after running it like 10,000 times, he could like actually produce like the perfect profile to get responses, and then he proceeded to tweak that even more um, for his own uh, interests. You know, to match with women that he was interested in, and he actually like found his girlfriend through this. Like, I don't know if they got married. That would be great if they did. That's a
0: great story. We should look into what what eventually happened.
1: You had mentioned to me that you, and I think this is a great idea, so maybe we shouldn't mention it on the podcast, but... um, This
0: is copywritten, so I think...
1: But not everything we talk about is copywritten. True. But you wanted to do, like, dating profile um, consultation, which I think is a great idea.
0: I would love to tell everyone what is wrong with their dating profile. Um, I will say my number one thing for being able to judge if I think I would get along with somebody or not is what they put as their pet peeve.
1: And if they're Mm. putting like
0: really petty stuff down Mm -hmm. about like you shouldn't go out with me with or my pet peeves are this and it's basically, it almost sounds condescending towards girls in some way, like the stuff that they write, like I, that's an immediate judge as to if I would swipe on you or not.
1: Yeah. My pet peeve would be like doing heroin. Like, that's, like, how low my bar is for, like, pet peeves. (laughs) (laughs) What's your... So, what's your pet peeve?
0: Everything.
1: Oh, my Um... God. So, you're such a hypocrite. Yeah. I'm trying to think about what my pet peeve would be. I basically slipped in a deal breaker as my pet peeve. Um, But my... Oh, God. Talking during the movies. Okay. Or while you're trying to watch a movie.
0: That's that always annoys me too. Alright, that's a good one. I'm not
1: talking about like just at the movie theater, right? Like yeah, every that's yeah. a standard, like that should annoy everyone. I'm talking about like if you're at home on the couch trying to watch a movie and they're like a movie talker. Like I my hate mother. That. Basically I think like everything my mom does would be a pet peeve of mine.
0: <laughs> so you don't want to date your mother? <laughs> Your mom's great. I I will vouch for her. I've met her. She's very cool. I
1: definitely don't want to date my mother. (laughs) I can say that for sure.
0: Okay. And I want to end this with your go-to pickup line on apps because I've heard it. I think it's amazing. I would 1,000% respond we share it with everyone so they yeah. can learn from your ways.
1: It's not just a pickup line, though. Okay. It's actually a genuine question that I'm interested in.
0: Maybe that's why it's so successful. I,
1: I think so. So I basically say um, I normally use this app for book recommendations. Do you have anything that you would recommend? And not only does it get responses, but actually, I have a list of books that people have recommended. Um, you know, and it's, it's it's interesting. You find out, like, what people are reading. They, they offer suggestions. Um, so it's way better than my friend's pickup line, which is, I'm going to a party later this month. Do you want to come? I
0: still can't believe that works. He said it would have a very high success rate, but I'm not sure I believe that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've seen what my female friends have shown me guys say to them as pick what i don't even know if they're i would consider them pickup lines and it's totally inappropriate and i can't imagine that anyone would would respond to it whatsoever
0: i i kind of upsets me that i feel like i don't get a lot of weird opening lines like i want the crazy stuff just to like laugh at it
1: what's your opening line
0: i feel like it changes is it high Um, I guess so. I don't know. I've never really thought about it. I
1: I would think you're, you're so creative.
0: Well, that's what I always tailor it to something on their profile. Like, I make...
1: What if their profile doesn't say anything?
0: Then I feel like you're a boring person and I don't match with you.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah. I always look for people that I feel like have good content and kind of actually say something interesting and then I find a way to kind of make it specific towards that to start the conversation.
1: I don't know. I... People can be so interesting in their profiles, and until you get in person with them,
0: it's it so just true. doesn't like, translate. Yeah, I,
1: you can be have the same interests, like your favorite book is the same favorite book, your favorite movie is their favorite movie, and. Um, And yeah, it just doesn't...
0: Yeah, I'm saying I get a high response rate. It doesn't mean (laughs) it's a high connection rate when we actually meet.
1: Have you had a good... Have there been pickup lines that you have found yourself drawn to?
0: I can't think of any. Mm. In a way, I think I would be turned off by like a classic pickup line but in a way I would kind of think it was also funny right which I think might kind of pull me in if it was a funny one I think I'd be here for it
1: right it's also a good screening because I've had um, I've had women respond to that that have said this app is for dating and I'm like you didn't get it yeah and if you didn't get it then yeah. it's a good yeah it's a it's good, a good reason why yeah. we're not. I'm going to continue this any further you know yeah
0: I like that alright so glad everyone has gotten dating app um, specifics for how to land your next response and date thank you for joining us today you and Leon even though he slept through the entire thing I know
1: I thought Leon you know Leon has very specific dating requirements that he has he only likes dogs that look exactly like him because he's like extremely vain
0: But he's handsome. He's a handsome guy, so he can be a little vain. That's (laughs) fine.